You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, Locked On Browns, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, available free, always on whatever podcast platform you use. Make sure you're subscribed and following the Locked On Browns podcast, five-star ratings, written reviews, and we appreciate all of you for making Locked On Browns your first listen every day. We're going to sit down here, Browns Wire writer, everybody knows Lions Wire, real GM, uh, always Always, you know, been a frequent guest of the show, Mr. Jeff Risden. Um, Jeff, I guess I'll just start here. Um, you know, as we start to turn the page, uh, you know, from week five to week six, debilitating. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Um, and, and look, all the crazy, you know, stats around it. Um, and for me, I, I st- still think just the biggest part of it, it, and it's not even the last drive. It was the second to last drive on offense because you had to realize at that point, you knew what was going on. There wasn't a lick of defense being played at that point in the game. It was over with. And looking at what you had left on the defensive side of the ball, you really got to look at Coach Stefanski and say, look, you had to understand you needed more. You, you needed one more. The 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 draw play was a bad idea. Just the whole sequence. It didn't seem like they were attacking. And this was a game where you you obviously needed more points. You obviously could get more points if you really tried. You know, th- there was the one downfield throw. It wasn't wasn't particularly well executed, but th- that was a chance for them to ice the game with a, a scoring drive. And the fact that they got conservative and didn't try to score when when you know that, that the Chargers were going to get the ball back, um, whether you scored or not, why not score? That, that that didn't seem like a very difficult equation, but that's not that's not what they did. No, and I do appreciate, um, obviously, the Chargers coach um, wanting to complain about the officials about, well, they threw my guy in the end zone. That's all. That's the only takeaway you've got from yesterday, from Sunday's game. If, only if, if that's the only, if he picked that up about the officiating and didn't see his left tackle manhandling Miles Garrett. Now, look, I like Rayshon Slater. That guy, that guy's really good. He also and you can't blame him. Look, if you're going to get away with it, you better try and hold Miles Garrett. Yeah, I mean, if they're not going to call it. you why not? You know, we, we, we've said that in the past about Jack Conklin on the right side. Like, he holds a lot. Yep. Yeah, he gets away with a lot, too. That If, if they're not calling it, it's not illegal. <laughs> and, and I think for me, and this is maybe something where, look, if you know, you know one of the best things you have going right now on the offensive side of the ball is that you have Kareem and you have Nick, that second-to-last drive might be an instance where it's, hey, let's put them both on the field. Because their defense, obviously, everybody's eyes has got to be on either one of them. If both of them are on the field, even if Kareem's, you know, in a slot, total decoy, or you're using one as a motion to set up for the other, you you got to have a little creativity. I mean, just like with these fourth downs that they seem to go for, and the play calling always doesn't seem so great, the Odell Beckham Jr. drop notwithstanding. But there's got to be that part of the play sheet where it's, I need something a little different here, and this is something I'm not using for any other part of the game other than where I really need to get a chunk play or I really, really need to get this fourth down. You know, I, I, I really think they should have treated it as just another drive and not not worried about the time on the clock or, or the game situation. And I know that goes counter to everything that we normally talk about. But 
you're their their defense has no chance to stop David Njoku. None. <laughs> they haven't they haven't been able to stop the toss run all day. Why not? Why not try some of those things? This this is a time in the game where if you get two first downs, the game is over. You've had no problem getting first downs all game. I think there was what twenty. At that point, there was twenty of them um, to that point, and and some of those were. They could have had more if they wouldn't have had so many touchdowns. You know, I seventy-one I really yards, sixty-two yards. I really didn't like the strategy there. That was that was frustrating to me. And I hope that Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt learn from it. Whoever's calling the plays, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it both on them because you're right. There there needs to be more design there too, and adaptability in the game. You see what the Chargers defense is doing and what they're not doing, and you get away from attacking that. I, that that bothered me a lot, quite honestly. Yeah, look, it's, you know, when you start to slowly put the car in park, you slowly start to take off the acceleration, which just seems, you know, and the other thing is you're on the road. That's like the, the you know, so it's not like, oh, if you put the defense back out there, you know, we have all of this going on. Nah, 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 just, this was not, sorry, just was not handled well. There is no way around that. Look, Baker Mayfield, week four, obviously one of his worst, you know, no interceptions, obviously one of his worst performances you know, as a Cleveland Brown. And we go through this all week long. Yeah, 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 yeah. We go into Los Angeles into a shootout. And look, you can't fault Baker for the plays that are being called there towards the end. And then once they got to go, had to go, you know, 75 yards um, where everybody in the building knew they had to throw it. It certainly makes for a difficult situation. Jeff, for all of these people, and look, whether it's national pundits, whether it's fans, do you think you just go down to quarterback depot and pick up another one. This is a team that's going to draft in the 20s. This is, you know, if you don't want to pay Baker Mayfield, (laughs) most likely, if you don't want to pay Baker Mayfield close to $25, $30 million, where is this answer coming from? I mean, there's no somebody just sitting on a bench somewhere that's just going to come in and be a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. It, It drives me crazy because everybody thinks this is such an easy solution and if it was, it wouldn't have taken 20 years to finally find Baker Mayfield. It, it's crazy to me how much Baker gets the scapegoat treatment on this. Like, like, does he need to be better? Yeah, he does. Um, I'm going to tell you, though, that, that the other team that I... He with his fourth and fifth tackles. Manning the offensive line for six, I mean, for, for uh, uh, the one for the entire game, the other one for half of the game. You know, I'll, I'll just go to this. Last offseason... The best quarterback available was Matthew Stafford. It took the Rams trading their own starting quarterback, Jared Goff, who's nowhere close to as good as Baker Mayfield. And I will tell you that from having watched every snap of both teams Um, and two first round picks and two third round picks, the Browns. um, But, and by the way, those picks were sweetened by the fact that the Rams knew that the Lions would be picking in the top five this year. Uh, So they're, they're, you know, and and the Rams, by the way, are, are probably picking, around where the Browns are. I think they're, they're roughly comparable there. So do you have, if you're Cleveland enough on your roster now um, cost controlled to give up basically four first round picks uh, because that's what you're doing. Um, And, and no, you don't, or or three first round picks. That's what, that's what it would take to get a guy like Matthew Stafford, who, by the way, I'm not sure is better than Baker Mayfield either. And I will say that again, having watched every snap that both of those guys have taken throughout their respective careers, I, I look, does Baker have to get better? Yes, he does. Does he have the ability to get better? Yes, he does. And I I think, 
I think this rush to judgment on him is crazy. He's playing hurt. Now, he looked a lot better this past week. Whether they shortened his harness up, I don't know. Uh, it, it seemed like he was more dialed in and, and more understanding of like, hey, this is how I have to adapt what I'm doing. He was, he was what, 18 for 22 at one point in the game? Um, look, looking very sharp. Yeah, the, I understand that you want him to be Aaron Rodgers or you want him to be what Russell Wilson was before Russell Wilson got hurt this past week, but that that's not who Baker is. You've got a team that's designed very well for what Baker Mayfield does. And it's week five, you're three and two. It, look, that that's a good football team. You just lost to. He put up 42 points. Um, your defense gave up 47. I not, I'm not understanding how that loss is Baker's fault. I just, I, I'm, I'm at a loss, man. And and it's from everywhere. It's not just local Cleveland. It's everywhere. Like, Oh, Baker Mayfield lost that football game. Like he's the only quarterback in NFL history to lose more than one game. When his team has scored at least 42 points, he's lost three. I, I, I don't understand how that, including his first start, by the way, that, that happened with the Raiders. I don't understand why he takes so much grief when he put up 42 points. Um, look, look at look at Washington. That's a team that, that can't score. You know, look look at look at what Jacksonville and Miami are going through. Their offense can't do anything right now. Uh, I, I and, and to your point, where are you going to get a better quarterback? You're not going to get it in the draft. You're not going to get it by acquiring the top free agent on the market. Um, the two other teams this offseason who traded for quarterbacks. Look at what Carson Wentz is doing in Indianapolis. The guy's terrible. Um, look at look at what Jared Goff is doing in Detroit. He's worse. Uh, it, it's He's just, just not a feasible option. Goff is just sweeping up Detroit, getting closer to, and this is so Detroit. Nobody knows who the clear-cut number one pick is in the 2022 NFL draft as far as the quarterbacks are concerned, and there's going to be Detroit right in contention looking to get that quarterback. That's that's the way it goes. I am a Matt Coral fan. I like him a lot, but the Browns are not going to be in a position to draft him. Is the long and the short of it. And you know, if you're if you're a Browns fan, you're looking. Do you like Carson Strong from Nevada? That that's a good player. Uh, I think Malik Willis will be long gone. I think uh, I, I think as as weird as it is, I, I still think Spencer Rattler, if he decides to declare, is going to get some love from somewhere. I don't. I don't. It certainly won't be me. But uh, th- there's just weirdness that happens in the draft. I don't want to take that chance again. Baker Mayfield's fine. That if, if you're upset about paying the going rate for a, a capable starting quarterback, I'm not sure that the NFL's for you. Quite honestly, right. that, that's that's where we are these days. You've got to pay your quarterback. You can't just you know go like you said. I mean, you can't go down to the drugstore and find one. It, it doesn't work that way. Well, and the other thing is, if Denzel Ward played an entire game, if Greg Newsom was available, if Greedy Williams played the entire game, if Jadavian Clowney played. And if maybe Malcolm Smith played over Anthony Walker, we're going to get to that one here in a little bit. Maybe if all of those yeah. things happened. And not, I mean, look, Baker Mayfield's not the trainer. He's not the doctor. Um, your defense was depleted. And I'll be honest, when the other team scores 47 points, I think the only confidence I would have in any quarterback maybe winning the game would maybe be Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. And the list stops there. Don't, you know, so look, it, you know, it's top two. And for everybody, oh, well, he's not a top 10 quarterback. You don't go by top 10. You go by top two. You go by top three, and then you got about 10 to 12 guys that are all mixed in week by week, whether they're in, they're out. So everybody, look, relax. Quarterback is not the issue. We're going to get to a couple other issues here with Jeff Frizen with this Browns team. And look, it's good to say, oh, they're underachieving here. They're underachieving there. They're three and two, and they lost two road games against most likely playoff teams. 
uh, by single digits. So everybody just cool and calm. You're stinking Jets, please. <laughs> Hello, Browns fans. This is Jeff Lloyd, and I have an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus, 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there is no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time using your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Jeff. Absolutely. As Jeff is monitoring and monitoring the touchdown signal there, which I do appreciate it. I love when everybody gets involved. Jeff, whatever the issue was last week with Odell Beckham Jr., and look, you gotta be you, you can't be blind to numbers. You know, it's kind of like, you know, oh no, 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 no. When you don't listen to your wife, and then your wife says, Um, do you understand what 3.2% finance rate is on a credit card? Stop using that credit card. Please use this one instead. This is where this the Odell Beckham Jr. situation is at. And look, there's nothing I, I don't see how you change it this year. There's just no way. But we saw evidence, and everybody, nobody was talking this way of Baker Mayfield during 2018. And we're talking Rashard Agreed. Perryman, Rashard Higgins, Jarvis Landry, uh, uh, our old buddy Darren Fells. It just, look, this is the epitome of, you know, for, if you were a guy or a girl listening, this is the epitome of tr- chasing that other. And you know what? Oh, my God, I'd love to spend some time with them. I can't, I'd love to get to know them better. Oh my God, she's a dime. I would love to get, and you're two dates in and realizing there's zero chemistry here whatsoever. There, you know, I've been chasing this forever. And look, this isn't on Odell. This isn't on Baker. Jeff, it just doesn't work. Because what it is, is, and it's, I can't, nobody can blame Baker. If you're out there and Odell's on the field, it's really, really hard to say, I want to try to get him the ball as much as possible. And you see that at times, and you see that that doesn't work. And look, everybody pointing out on Sunday, oh, well, he missed Odell here. He missed Odell there. Uh, well, 23 of 32, but you subtract some of that from some you know throws late in the game that he probably wouldn't have made in certain circumstances. So you take that down to about 23 of 28, 23 of 29. Jeff, it just doesn't work. And, no, and you know, nobody loved Odell Beckham Jr. more than I. Nobody yeah. wanted this to work more than I. But it's just... And it's probably it's probably worse because they generally like each other. They're generally pretty close. It just doesn't mesh because it takes – I think what makes Baker Mayfield the best version of Baker Mayfield is – and I will, I've said this since his rookie year here. It doesn't matter who you are as far as pecking order, wide receiver one or wide receiver five, tight, tight end one, tight end three, tight end four, whatever yep. running back you are. The best prospect for Baker Mayfield to throw the ball to is the open one. And when he is on a field with Odell Beckham Jr., unless he ignores him a little bit like he did last week, that is not 
the best version of Baker Mayfield. With Odell, it just doesn't work. You know, there's there there is so much focus on it. It reminds me, um, as you know, I'm a big basketball fan. It reminds me of James Harden and Russell Westbrook trying to play together. Like it just didn't work. In theory, it's like, oh my God, who's gonna stop this? Well, they stopped it because they couldn't figure out how to make it work. You want and, the ball and, for 19 seconds. I need it for and eventually you're gonna yeah. give it to me, but Harden's like, I need it for like 16 seconds to do what I gotta do. Exactly. And you know, Odell is a he is a needy receiver. Look, that he's great. And and part of why he's great is because he wants the damn ball. He he's that he's at his best with the ball in his hands. So I get that. But you're right. Baker is at his best when he can find the open option, whoever it might be. And, and he doesn't have any qualms about throwing. Like, like if Kaderil Hodge is open and, and Odell Beckham isn't, he's throwing the ball to Kaderil Hodge last year. We, we saw that happen. I, I I don't know what you do with it. Can you trade Odell Beckham? And, and so I've seen this um, a little bit on Brown's Twitter. Not not a lot, thank, thankfully. But, oh, Odell, he, he doesn't work. He's not as good as he used to be. He, we got to get rid of him. We'll get three first-round picks for him. I'm like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> I, I've never understood the fan need to to like completely bag on your own guy and then wonder why other teams aren't giving you these lofty goals that you have in trades. As the NFL trade deadline approaches, this is important. because <laughs> Let's say you do want to trade Odell Beckham, and I've heard no way either way whether the Browns are going to be interested in trading him or not. I suspect, I don't know, but I suspect that if someone calls and asks, they will certainly answer the phone and listen to any offer. But I, I don't know if that offer is going to come. I, and and honestly, until you get Jarvis back, you don't have the receiving core that can afford to lose Odell Beckham because he is still capable of doing things that nobody else on the team can do. Um, look, is he getting those done right now? No, he's not. But the potential of that still opens up options. Having Odell Beckham on the field makes David Njoku more effective. It makes Austin Bryant or uh, Harrison Bryant more effective. Uh, it makes it makes a lot of those guys, Austin Hooper, more effective. It, it's you know it, it helps Kareem out of the backfield because that safety's got to respect the speed of Odell on the outside and, and got to respect what Odell can do in, in c- catching balls that, that other people can't even make stabs at. You know he can catch an off-target throw as well as anyone. Now the throw that he dropped last Sunday was perfectly on target. And that, mm-hmm. that, that was very frustrating. Maybe because he I, tried to catch it with two hands. Maybe that was a problem. Uh, may, maybe um, <laughs> he, he was running, um, but he honestly, he alligator armed that a little bit. And I've never seen him do that before. And that, that was, look, you're right. There's something weird, excuse me, going on. And, and I don't, I don't know what the good solution is, but they, they've got to try to work through this, um, continue to try to work through it or make a trade and probably get, I won't say pennies on the dollar, but like dimes on the dollar for what Odell can do. Um, now, there are some upshots to that. You can get rid of his contract, which is beneficial because you do have other guys that you got to pay, including Baker, by the way. M- maybe that's something that you explore as, as trade deadline comes along. But I wouldn't, if I'm if I'm Andrew Berry, I'm not like pounding the phones. I'm not, I'm not calling the Jets. I'm not calling the Eagles and like, hey, we got Odell. What you got? You know, but, but if they want to call me, I'm certainly going to listen. Because the thing is, you know there's a 7 for 119 and two scores there. And it's going to come. It could nope. be this week, could be next week. And it'll it'll rest the talk. But this is enough of a sample size now where this isn't, you know, it's obvious. 
and, and it's just not the best thing for Baker. And Odell, to his credit, because one of the problems has always been is, you know, if Odell doesn't get enough action, Odell is not happy. And I think this is, and to his credit, this is where winning has probably come in, and it's a little bit different, you know, but you we, know We've never heard of any of that, Jeff. We haven't heard it at all. Yeah, of course. Yep. But it's it's part of it, I mean, part of his injury, but part of it is going to be, you know, it, it's it's something that could happen. And then you, you, now you're two deeper, bigger distractions. It's, look, he's going to be here this year. I just don't see any way this doesn't, but I, I don't see any way he's here after this year. That's a whole other ball of wax we'll get to another time. Jeff, we will, but two I, weeks I in a row. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, and, and look, for me to say, um, you know, if I'm having one on this roster for the 2022 season, for me to say it's Jarvis Landry, you, for me, for me to say that it's obviously how much of an issue that this truly is that it's just not working, and you know, sometimes you know, you know, you love something, let it free, and for me, sadly, that's probably gonna be the way we're gonna have to go with this one here. Jeff, weeks three and four, six and a half points allowed per game, a defense that looked just disgustingly fast, smart. Again, the Chargers, their offense, obviously, certainly higher caliber than the Vikings, certainly a higher caliber offense than the Bears. Malcolm Smith, here's this guy, veteran. You're not paying him much money. And for anybody that's going to get to this Anthony Walker, always signed him in free agency, he signed a one-year $3.5 million deal. You brought Anthony Walker back in the fold. Malcolm Smith played three plays on defense, three snaps. Your defense looked a little bit slower. I... You got to this point where you had what you were looking for. And look, three weeks, you know, and everybody, oh, well, three weeks. Anthony Walker had played one game up until this point for the Browns. They had lost that game. And he looked slow against Kansas City Chiefs. You bring him back here. And now all of a sudden, and it was the same type of issue. It, you know, and granted, look, there were pieces missing. But the defense looked slower. And a linebacker who, and again, PFF-wise, I believe it was 72, 74, and 82. Malcolm Smith graded as in his three starts as the mic. There's no difference as far as contract player between Malcolm Smith and Anthony Walker. Look, both are veteran linebackers. Anthony Walker will hope to eventually be where Malcolm Smith is one day in his 30s, still you know getting paid, playing. But that was a drastic, drastic mistake. And, I mean, there are some mistakes on the defensive side of the ball, and now some guys that really look maybe that they were going to be a part of it. Andrew Billings is another one, but that's a whole sit-out thing where he doesn't look like any way he fits in with this defense now that's quick, explosive, and he's just – a bowling ball type of guy, but some, they need to realize that even though they love their depth on defense, there's certain guys that need to be playing over other guys. We, we talked last week when I was on your show, Jeff, about how good Malcolm Smith was playing and then he disappears and the defense, you know, takes a, takes a massive dive. Look, I like Anthony Walker. I like the signing of Anthony Walker. I, I don't think that he was ready to play quite honestly. Um, it's possible. Or was it, wasn't ready for what the Chargers offered. And and while Malcolm Smith might have also struggled, I think you've got a guy who's playing hot, a guy who's respected in that locker room, who's busted it for the last two or three weeks and played really good football, really good football. He's also been here longer. He was here last year. Like, these guys he know was. who he is. Yeah, the, and, and they know what he's going to do. And that was that was, that was was iffy. Um, just in, in some here, it was not a great week for the reigning NFL coach of the year and Kevin Stefanski, um, but that that's going to happen. The The key is you and I aren't talking at all about like, oh, Stefanski's got to go. Um, it, it's, it's nothing like that at all. 
but he had a bad week. I want to see him come back this week with a better game against a pretty darn good team that, that's coming to Cleveland too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, 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 that's the goal um, is to grow from your mistakes and not repeat them. And I, I, I think we will see more Malcolm Smith this week, especially with the offense that, that is coming at it. Um, maybe Anthony Walker plays more when you're playing a team like the Bengals that have Joe Mixon as, as sort of a sledgehammer running back. And they like to use him that way. Um, I, I think, I, yeah, yeah. You know, Malcolm Smith is a guy that you play against a team that uses flex tight ends because he's really good at that. That, that That's what his specialty is. You know, Jeremiah Wosu-Koromoa, JOK can fly all over the place. You can use him in anything. And if you can mix and match like that, look, Anthony Walker and Malcolm Smith are both smart enough. They've both been around enough to know that like, okay, I got to share this role, but that that's going to mean that we're winning. Yeah. I'll take that instead of playing 55 game, 55 snaps a game on a team that, you know, that, that's four and 12. Uh, they're both smart enough to know that. And and I hope that Stefanski realizes that and comes to that realization or Joe Woods or, or whoever's responsible for the defensive, you know, alignments and everything. Cause we need a more Malcolm Smith in that last game. Bottom line. You need to understand that you have this depth and the reason you, this depth is what it is. It's diversified. And look, I mean, right now there's going to be a lot of weeks where it should be at Malcolm Smith over Anthony Walker. And it's going to be this way going forward. And the other thing is, it's going to be this way if you're a really good team. You're going to be ahead in games, and which means Anthony Walker goes by the wayside. That's just the way that's going to work. But we'll continue here on. We're actually going to start flipping the script here, flipping the page to the 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals. And I do want to thank the NFL schedule makers for making a 425 start to make the Cardinals feel oh so welcome in the time frame as they travel to Cleveland. I'm sure we'll find a way to complain about that, Browns fans, on social media. So. Coming along here more, Jeff Royston along for the ride on your latest Locked On Browns. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Everybody who's a Built Bar flavor has their favorites. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited-time flavor, currently Cookie Dough Chunk. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there is something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you should get a mix box where you will get to each of the nine flavors, 18 bars in total. Not only are the Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Arizona Cardinals coming to town this week, Jeff. National game, 425, 5-0. The storylines, Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray. We did this in 2019. Hopefully we get a real version of this here 
in 2021. Uh, you know, f- funny John Connor in this one, Chase Edmonds, AJ Green, New Hopkins, JJ Watt, Chandler Jones. We'll see. Um, and anybody asking on Chandler Jones, here's the deal. He needs to have at least one negative COVID test by Friday. That way he Correct. can have the negative COVID test on Saturday, which puts him on the plane to come to Cleveland. Um, as far as I understand, everyone at the Cardinals are reporting that they are a 100% vaccinated team. So it's going to depend on how that rolls. But um, if we, you know, we probably won't hear on Friday one way or the other. We'll get a definitive on Saturday on Chandler Jones for everybody who's asking. And I know a lot of you then. But, Jeff, um, and you talk about the Rams and, you know, the Niners, obviously, with some struggles here. Um, 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals, and they just – they kind of just do their thing. And I think the thing I like the most about the Cardinals is each week it's a different game plan. They just – they're not it this is. set team that does what they do. Um, if we can run it this week, we'll run it, and we'll use all our running backs. We'll use Kyler. If we got to air it out, we've got the guys to do that. Cardinals coming to town, Jeff. That's a good football team. And one of the things that impressed me was that they were the NFL's leading. First thing for me is Cliff Kingsbury in the NFL right now is already a better coach than he was for all the time he spent in college football. It's still weird that he couldn't win at Texas Tech with all that he had there. But, you know, that 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 that's that's the burden that the Cardinals fans have to, to bear. I love the fact that they were the NFL's highest scoring team. They had scored 30 points or more in each of their first four games. And then they get into a defensive slugfest last week, and their defense was better than San Francisco's. Yep. I, that, now, yes, it was Trey Lance's first start, but their ability to run sideline to sideline on defense and the impact that a guy like Buda Baker makes, my goodness, they're really, really fast on defense. They are what the Chiefs wanted to be last year when in their Super Bowl run. They are... They are capable of shutting down. Like, if, if you turn sideways on this team, you're going down. You cannot outrun them sideways. This is this is a Nick Chubb game. This is more than a Kareem Hunt game. Game. Um, if you're looking for, for who will be the hot hand for the Browns, I, w- I would lean on Chubb this week. They can bring the pass rush. They have, even if Chandler Jones isn't in, they do have other guys. Obviously, they're not Chandler Jones, but, I mean, J.J. Watt, the guy's going to the Hall of Fame, and he's still playing pretty well. He's not his best, but he's still out there. You know, getting a guy like Isaiah Simmons, figuring out what he can do and what he can't do on defense, they're doing a really fine job of figuring things out on their defensive side of the football. And that's scary because their offense, when it's clicking, when their offensive line is out, and when Kyler is doing what we would just said Baker needs to do, finding the, the option, no matter who it is, you know, not being picky, not trying to force the ball to nuke. Um, and he's doing that right now. And that they're very effective. At it. And, oh, by the way, he can still run. Um, he's one of the best running quarterbacks in, in the NFL. And that's going to be an issue. Um, but again, this is a Malcolm Smith game more than, to, to go to the other side of the ball. It's a Malcolm Smith game more than it's an Anthony Walker game. Yeah, and this is going to be – and obviously we're, we're still waiting word here on, you know, where the Browns are health-wise. Um, and it's going to be tricky this week. It is because you yeah. want all these corners on deck. And Ronnie Harrison, Grant Elpit, John Johnson III, not their best weeks last week. You know, communication issues, which maybe is understandable. Those, those two broken – the broken coverages on the back end, though, that can't happen when you've got John Johnson and Ronnie Harrison on the field. Uh, John, they're, they're too, Johnson is too smart to have that happen. Like, he's got to understand that, hey, if I see – 
you know, that, that this is breaking down over here. I got to abandon what I'm supposed to be doing and go fix that because that can't happen. It can't, Jeff. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was really frustrating for me. Um, I know it wasn't initially on Johnson, but when you're a safety, embrace the literal definition of the word. You are the safety on the team. You you have to you have to figure out like where where your team needs the most safekeeping, and he didn't do that a couple times. That was that was frustrating. Yeah, you don't grab the bucket as the ceiling is leaking into your house. You grab the tarp and get on the roof. You yes. know, like, <laughs> you, you protect it from the so you know you twenty's fine. 70? 70's an issue. Um, yeah. And this is here, though. And I honestly felt this going into last week. And offensively, it was the case. You know, they were back to a, backed into a corner. Everything was said all week long about the offense. Look, you win 42, you should win. It's bottom line here. Yep. Health is going to be interesting this week. But I feel this may be the same thing. Because now everybody, and we talked about the rate they were playing, whether it was sustainable, six and a half points per game, that's not sustainable. 47? Let's pray like hell. That isn't sustainable because, my God. Um, yeah, they're, Jeff, they're not doing that again. <laughs> it, it, there needs to be this time here now, though, with the defense where it all comes together. Look, you can't just rely on the defensive line. You can't just say, oh, J-O-K and, you know, and Malcolm Smith will take care of this underneath. We need to start seeing all 11, as our good friend Matt Waldman says, play the music together. Yep, they do. And, and I think getting Clowney back, hopefully, fingers crossed, We'll, we'll, we'll help on that. I think that the the way that the Chargers offensive line handled their business last week was a problem for the defensive front. It wasn't as impactful as it was. They give the Chargers credit. They weren't calling holding and they held. <laughs> I'm not sure that, that that game script will play out this week. Um, I, don't, I haven't looked at who the ref is yet, but you know that, that's something <laughs> to, to, that's something to take into account. you know they're I, I thought the Chargers did a very good job of adapting to the way that the game was called. And I don't think the Browns did that. Um, this game will be called differently. And I hope that the Browns are playing this week and not trying to recreate last week um, or, or fix last week's sins because that, 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 that's not how you win. So I'm, I'm hopeful that the defense will be good. Look, again, this is a very potent offense. They can, they can hit you over the top. They can hit you underneath. They can run the ball. They have multiple options. Kyler can create on his own. That's something that, that has typically given the Browns some issues in the past. It's going to require a better effort, better coordination. And, you know, as Mr. Waldman says, for everybody to play, be playing their instruments in tune in concert with one another, they, I think they can. I, I expect better this week. I expect them to hold the, the – I expect more punts in this game um, for both teams. Uh, I, I don't think the Browns are going to score 42. I think they could score 30. Um, I also think that the Cardinals could score – 30 or right around that. And, and you know, then it's going to come down to who's making the fewer mistakes. Who's, who's committing less dumb penalties. Who's, you know, who's dropping passes on fourth down, who's kicking field goals on fourth down um, in the red zone instead of, you know, going for it um, and, and, and failing. <laughs> oh God, Jeff, I wish they'd kick some damn field goals on fourth down. It, it, it kills me. And, and so I tweeted that once last week and that's when they went for it and got it. Um, and I look like an idiot. Um, that, that that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I I want I in a game like this, I want the points. I want the three rather than not getting the potential seven. That that that's where I'm at. Yeah, and well, and the other thing though is it's it's not a you know I, look if you have a kicker concern, then you want to know what I'm cool with it. Look, you know, but the problem is it, you know 
it's not always as clear and concise. And also, look, you got the one, you got Kareem Hunt, you got, you know, and look, it's never really Nick at the one. It's always Kareem. I'm okay yeah. with that one. Um, but when it's results in Baker losing 12 yards because whatever you called was crap, <laughs> and now he's running around trying to make something happen, and you're exposing him to more hits on an Stop doing that. Exactly. Look, I'll just take three. It's, I mean, you know, it's all right. You, you, take the we'll three. Do, you yes. need them. Exactly. It, it, it changes the game script, too. Especially if, if it's twice a game. Sit those that, that adds to six. Then go for two after a touchdown and find a way to counteract the fact that there were only two two drives where you only got field goals. That's There you go. I'm with you, man. <laughs> Coach Stefanski, let's play a little bit safer. Let's play a little bit cleaner. As your Browns uh, are now, look, we flipped the page. Uh, Cardinals coming to town, 425 Sunday at First Energy. He is Jeff Risden, Browns Wire, Lions Wire, Real GM, as everybody knows. We'll get to have actually have a fun one a little bit later this year with Jeff as we can break down Lions, Browns. And, uh, well, that's oh, just, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for Jeff's thoughts on that one. Folks. There, there, I, I there's a it. W for Cleveland, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and, and, and I will tell you, at that point in the season, people in Detroit will be rooting for Cleveland to get the W, too. What, there's no doubt. Make sure you're following at Jeff Risden. Uh, Jeff always does a phenomenal job. Always appreciate having him on the show here, the show itself at Lockdown Browns. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. We appreciate you for making Lockdown Browns your first listen day in, day out. Available free on all your podcast platforms. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns. <laughs>